moralizing, but uh, I mean, you hit on a couple things that I want to go back to real quick where, you know, I, I thought I had all the tools. I had all the experts in the industry. I had all these people that were incredibly successful that I literally got on the phone, took notes, made sure I did everything perfectly. Um, but even, you know, a perfect setup doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily be successful, at least at the start. Um, and I think part of that, and I'd love to get your opinion on this too, like right now we're seeing an explosion of smaller gyms like we have never seen things like and i mean from chains too things like orange theory uh that are trying to take these you know whether you want to call it functional training small group exercise uh you know the thing they have turf you know what i mean they have turf they have racks they have med balls <laughs> they have uh you know trx's in them they have all these they they don't have the machines like the health clubs did in the past. Now these are blowing up everywhere. So we're getting a lot more competition. So uh, it's, it's, it's even more challenging now because people can get almost that health club-like experience and sometimes price uh, at a gym that seemingly looks similar to what we're doing too. So what, yeah. so what do we do to differentiate each other? Yeah. Well, I think you're right that the, the, the barrier to entry for fitness is pretty low compared to other businesses, mm -hmm. right? It's not like you're opening up a restaurant and you need to build out a kitchen or, you know, things like that, um, that when it comes to kind of storefronts, where it's a pretty low barrier to entry. Fitness equipment is not that expensive. Rubber floors are not that expensive. And so, you know, not only can everyday people like us start a gym, but uh, I think it's appealing for the chains for that reason as well. Is that you know even even if you're franchising you know most franchise fees are not that much mm -hmm. compared to most franchising businesses and so you're right I think there is more competition than ever um, all over the United States and I think of how successful I think the chains be or how much of a competition they'll be I think that there is much of a there is much a competition as they are able to create real community. Right. right, And I think that they'll be able to create community if they're really great at finding and keeping awesome team members. Exactly. Right. And historically, chains and franchises and those kind of businesses are not great at keeping and retaining staff because they don't pay them historically very well. That's not true for all, but for many, that's the truth. And, you know, you and I know from experience working in facilities <clears throat> that provide a really great client experience where people feel like they belong and there's a real sense of community and people there have real pride in their work and they stay at those places for a long period of time. And as a result, the clients stay for a long period of time. I have a hard time believing that most chains will be able to replicate that process, that most kind of mom and pop studios can create across the country. And certainly the kind of feeling we've tried to create at MFF, and I know you're trying to create